You are now listening to Muslims Next Door. That was <laughs> <laughs> so freaky, right? Salam. Salam. Thank you for tuning in to our first episode. You know, we're going to have a lot more. And, you know, we're just going to be talking about, you know, the community, society, Islam, politics, lifestyles. It's going to be real juicy and real interesting. So plug in your earphones and get ready. Because we're going to get it popping. We're going to get it popping, baby. Okay, why are we whoop, whoop. whispering, bro? They're probably scared of us. Oh, that's true. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, we just recording this from a secret lab. Okay, now we really sound freaky. <laughs> no, but for real, we 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 gonna get it. Popping, and today so. we'll be talking about the common misconceptions on Islam and Muslims. Hmm. So let's just dive right into it, right? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. What are you for? I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah. So let's just jump right into it. So, what do you think is one of the first questions you get asked when people? find out you're muslim you know if you're, apparently you wear a hijab you know yeah. what are those first questions or you know looks that you get so i don't think it's a first question there's not any specific question that i get i think it's like a series of questions and you know it's kind of just like do you shower with that do you sleep with that you know or like um are you bald under that <laughs> what is the question you answer the most about me and muslim like what are you know we already you know like described like the other things like showering it, showering mm-hmm. in the hijab. And do you feel like it's just a question us hijabi women get in Islam? Or do you feel like it's like, mm-hmm. like do guys get it too? Mm-hmm. You know, we probably need another guy on here. Mm-hmm. But like, what do you feel? I feel like the identity of a Muslim is just out there. So they do target like hijabis. Yeah. So like, one of the more serious questions I get is like, why are you Muslim? Or why did you choose Islam? And like to answer that, I would say like, I was born into Islam, but I choose to continue practicing and educating myself on the religion, you know, because there's no stop and completion of like things to learn in Islam. So, you know, the reason I chose to continue practicing Islam is because it gives mm-hmm. me like purpose and it, it gives me a sense of like contentment. And, you know, the Quran and its guidelines of Islam are just so transparent and like clear and everything just makes sense to me. So it's just as simple as that yeah yeah definitely 100 percent. like i feel like um for me i don't get those deep questions like i don't feel like people ask me like why you know like are you a muslim Mm -hmm. it's kind of like i am Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what they have to expect or Mm -hmm. accept you know but you know i get questions regarding like the quran Mm because um you know people are curious about that um I can get more into that later. Women's roles, because, you know, when they see me as a hijab, they they automatically think I have been forced. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? Like, us Muslims are just, you know, our fathers are just forcing us. You know what I mean? Like, just put mm-hmm. that thing on. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's just crazy. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the things regarding the Quran, like, I, I remember, like, one time, like, some dude um, was asking me, like, things about Quran. I can't really, you know... I don't know. I can't really recall the exact questions, but you know, it was kind of it turned into a debate, like Quran versus Bible. Not very cool, but you know, you know, like he just had a lot of preconceived notions about the Quran, and I had to like kind of debunk what he had, you know, like assumed in his mind, and you know, it was a good debate. Uh, a lot of people are not direct about it. A lot of the times, you know, I, I, like maybe like four out of ten of the times, people are. 
and then the rest of the six out of ten they're not uh i feel like people you know often look at me in pity sometimes because mm, the hijab that you wear yeah and um you know like that i was a force into it or i'm a victim of mm-hmm. islam or oppression and you know what i mean like i remember when um people even i've had like a teacher before who asked me like back when we lived in texas like why she straight up asked me she's like she asked me like first why do women because i think she was reading about it you know Mm -hmm. i don't know where she was reading these things but she said why do women have to walk 10 feet behind a man what you know what I mean? Like, I was like, what? Like, what book are you? She's like, you know, I've been reading into Islam. You know, I've just, I've been trying to like, you know, read the religion. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I came across this point and mm-hmm. I was, I didn't know how to answer her. I feel like people need to check their sources. You know, what are they referring to when they want to educate themselves on Islam? You know, there's so many books that are just so like vivid and to the point and like, a, like you can't just go on Wikipedia and expect to get all your answers. You know what I mean? You have to go to the true source. Mm-hmm. You know, go to a source that's actually like understanding and like makes sense instead of just going to any source. No, hundred percent. But I just feel like you know people who don't know anything about Islam. You know, whatever they're looking at, they think is real. They don't know what's right mm-hmm. and what's wrong. So you we know. need to educate ourselves first because I didn't know how to answer that woman. <laughs> you know what i mean i literally at that moment i didn't have an answer for her that's true you know because i lacked that knowledge because i hear that thing Mm -hmm. you know within our community we hear those type of things too Mm -hmm. maybe not necessarily as uh you know you know uh, overt as stand 10 feet behind me you know Mm -hmm. what i mean Mm -hmm. but we hear those type of things you know we hear those things and you know learning more about the religion we've we've come to we've come across the fact that it's just culture Mm -hmm. you know what i mean for sure yeah What's funny is that the Prophet ﷺ said that the duty of a Muslim is to seek knowledge. So that's for the, the solid reason that people will approach you with your religion and they will question you. And if you don't know how to answer that, it's kind of like you, they missed the opportunity to learn and you missed the opportunity to grant them that knowledge. Right, so. to educate them. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say that... I feel like a lot of people with misconceptions have not approached me. So instead, I feel like it's easier for a lot of people with misconceptions to go to the media or like use social platforms to go describe their misconceptions and like try to, you know, um, YouTube comments, yeah, YouTube comments, Instagram comments, DMS, or like they hide behind a screen because they are scared to face reality and they're scared to approach Muslims because of things that they've heard and the negative things that, you know, is misconcepted. So out of all this, like, what do you feel is the most frustrating thing about like, the ignorance surrounding, you know, the media and the misconceptions and all these myths about Islam. Like, what do you feel is, like, the most... What are the most frustrating things to you? Um, So, I'm interpreting that question in two ways. Um, it's kind of like, there's ignorance between the Muslims and Muslims. And there's an ignorance between the non-Muslims versus Muslims. Like, the ignorance in the Muslim community is that they feel like they can bring their own, you know, Islam into thing and try to modernize Islam to make it fit their boat, you know, and float their boat to make to give themselves pleasure. To give themselves like a sense mm-hmm. of self pleasure because they wanna be comfortable with their life and like change their religion for their self. Yeah. Also so I feel like the ignorance when it comes to non Muslims is their ignorance to go seek knowledge. I feel like they just pick up whatever they see and they're just like, you know what, I'm going with that. Like they'll see something on the media and they'll be like, you know what? Muslims, 
that's it mm-hmm. they just believe everything they hear and i feel like that is <clears> such an that's such an ignorant way of going about things you can't just pick up on everything and be like you know what khalas that's it right. you have to go out and do your research you know where's the proof what's you have to like you said you know ki- kids are very curious they like to ask questions the why the house so non-muslims you know or muslims even they should go out and find those as well go find the proof the solid proof the wise awares where's the where's the principles behind all of this the foundation that's telling them to do these things sure um i feel like you know for me or you know in general i just see like the most frustrating things is how like you know like islamic terms or mm-hmm. verses are just thrown around without any context or knowledge you know by those who by those who are not Muslim, mm. you know, when it comes to, you know, being thrown around Muslim, it's like, you know, just shut up. You know what I mean? But when it comes from non-Muslims, you know, no, acting like they know the religion, sure. that frustrates me the most. It's like, you don't even know the half. You're just saying jihad and sharia, like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's a disease. That's kind of linked to what I'm saying. Like, you know their lack mean? of seeking knowledge, like, you don't know what these words are, but you're still using them as if you do know them. Right. You're using it to spread fear, you know, like, they kind of sound scary when, you know, they're just used jihad, alone. Jihad. You know, exactly the drama behind it like sharia you know they're coming to get you you know what i mean like exactly it's crazy like I or like, like allahu akbar you know how there was a phase where people were just like allahu akbar out of nowhere you know like yeah, 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 was saying yeah, yeah. it exactly and allahu akbar simply just means god is the greatest right right and sharia is like let's just clear this up for now like sharia means it is like a set of islamic law law but there is no such thing as sharia law uh, because you know, all country, no countries really use it. Also, here in the United States, sorry, wherever you live, Sharia or Islam says, wherever you live, you have to follow the law of the land of which you're on. So wherever we live, we're living here in the United States. We got to follow the law. It doesn't mean we're making up our own laws. Like, hey, you know what? We're doing Sharia here. We're sorry. You know, like you can't handcuff. You know what I mean? Like, don't mm-hmm. give me a ticket because, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing Sharia. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? We can't impose that on other people. So and Islam knows that. And everybody, every country has their own set of laws and we abide by them. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. um, so <clears throat> what are some common things that other Muslims say that are incorrect about Islam? In your, what do you think? Uh, about Muslims, Muslims usually Muslims within our own community, I feel like we, we're, we've all grown up in different ways, you know? We were all grown up with different teachings. We have different sects of Islam, not sex, sex, S-E-C-T-S, uh, such as Shia or Sunni or Sufi and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, but I feel like the most commoner things would have to be like the discussion surrounding like hijab or gender roles or the confusion of religious norms versus the cultural ones. Um, but yeah, I feel like also like we Muslims really need to work on our approach mm-hmm. in when when talking about Islam. For sure. Um, I feel like we create a space of fear and unopenness. You know, mm-hmm. rather than love, rather than acceptance, you know, because exactly. that's what Islam is about. And I feel like mm-hmm. we've just turned it completely opposite. And we have people who just, you know, they're just sick of the religion mm-hmm. because of the approach. It's really, you know, like we have such a beautiful religion. Why are we teaching it out of our ass? Mm-hmm. Kind of like it Excuse my example. language. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? I like, why, why do we, why do we teach it in a way to instill so much fear 
that you know we can't even be open we can't even be humans you mm-hmm. know at this point i feel like the community just has this expectation of mm-hmm. everybody being perfect nobody can keep it real with anybody whenever i think of approach <clears throat> in islam the first story that comes up to me is the story of like when the prophet saw like a woman going to the grave and he was like you know how like women shouldn't go to the grave in islam because there are reasons behind it there's a logical reason for everything in islam but you know when he saw the woman in the grave he didn't be like okay haram what are you doing in the grave he kind of went and sat with her you know and watched as she cried so it's like your approach for everything you know in a situation should be with humbleness and like humility and like sympathy for the other person you know you shouldn't just be so hostile and like you know like macabre when you're approaching someone you should do it with peace and like humility like i said so the prophet is a perfect example of like approach in islam Sure, sure, 110%. Like, I just feel, like, honestly, you know, you know, Muslim versus Muslim, you know, the list can go on, you know, and all that. But I feel like that can also give non-Muslims the wrong idea, you know, when you see all these things about, like, Shia versus Sunni, mm-hmm. like, they're about, they're, stem they're cutting. Confusion. It could stem confusion, and it could, you know, um, they could use that against you, you know. Um, as they already have it out for us, yeah. you know, so they, when they see like Shia and Sunni, you know, cutting each other's throats when it's usually not that, you know, I feel like, you know, there's just so many things The list can really go on. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> how do you think we should address these, you know, ignorance issues? Like what, what should we do? Like, do, do you feel like we have that power? What should we do? I think that when it's a Muslim to Muslim thing, I feel like we can vocalize that to them, you know, like talk about the situations that are ongoing that need to be talked about and i feel like when it and it, when it comes to like non-muslims i feel like we don't necessarily have to vocalize and like verbally address things i feel like we can just lead by example that's another teachings of our prophet like to just be a good example of them because i've interacted with a lot of non-muslims who've just seen the way you know i've acted or like the differences you know the differences of me as a person because of my religion which have caused them to like change their ways of thinking of muslims for them you know to stem questions and like to ask me you know why do you do this why do you do that so that like you know they go and do their research on their part when they see that i've done my part Mm. right i like that i really like that i really i really do like that's uh, you know lead by example you know practice what you preach you know that's the most said you know quote easier said than done easier said than done Mm -hmm. so what do you think you know, as cliche as I'm going to sound, like, we already mentioned this, like, I think, you know, we need to seek knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, educate ourselves always, you know, school, you know, school ourselves, you know, like, we can never stop learning. Um, You know, read about your religion, like, come on now, mm-hmm. like, you have a religion, you know, follow that, read about it, you know, mm-hmm. know about it, or why are you in it, you know what I mean? Like, that's like the basics of it but most importantly i feel like we should take important roles in society you know we can't all be doctors and we can't all be engineers mm-hmm. you know what i mean For like sure. we need to take jobs as you know journalists or lawyers or you know artists like we need to express ourselves you know to be out there mm-hmm. you know one of the most important like uh, the most you know famous people in the world are you know philosophers or artists and you know like it's just like we need to be out there more. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people feel that Muslims need to be introverted. They need to be people who have this like 
um, I feel like they misinterpret the word haya and they think that shyness, especially when it comes like in women, they think that women should just be quiet, you know, lower their volume and culture, point. They, they bring up culture, right? They bring culture into the religion and they think that we should just be quiet. We shouldn't be extroverted whatsoever. We shouldn't express ourselves. And I totally disagree with that. I think that Muslims should be more out there. Like Reem said, we should be taking other roles in society so that people see Muslims doing bigger things than just being doctors and like sheikhs and like people who are preaching and won't shut up about their religion. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also, I feel like, you know, us as a younger generation, you know, like born in the, born in, you know, Western society, I feel like we need to speak out mm-hmm. against the misconceptions. You know, it can't just be only done by the imams or the community. You know, we ourselves need to take a stand mm-hmm. because I feel like, uh, our delivery is more present, you know, than, you know, um, those of older generations. People are attracted to the younger generations. And mm-hmm. that that's probably a different issue. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, honestly, we as younger people need to take a stand. We can't just be hiding behind the face of an imam or, you know, a community leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We need to tackle those things ourselves. We need to educate ourselves. And we need to, you know, stand up for what's right. Mm-hmm. We need to stand up for our religion. Exactly. I think that when people are delivering their message of Islam to others, I feel like when you're talking from a third person point of view, it's kind of hard for them to understand. So like when you're talking about, okay, you know what? Yes, the Quran tells you this. Yes, the Quran tells you that. I feel like you should talk more in a first person perspective. Like, how does Islam make you feel? You know, why do you why do you practice your religion? Why do you pray? You know, I pray now to get a sense of peace. That's like my my, my safe place, you know, sujood and all that. But I feel like when you're talking about, you know what, we have to pray five times a day. Like, why are you praying? Like, how does that make you? You know, it just sounds like a lot. But when you're doing it, when you're talking from a first person point of view, you're like addressing how you feel. And you're talking, it builds like it builds like a bond with you and that person. Exactly. That is very, that is, that is such an interesting point because like, I feel like all these people out here, they're just, you know, they're just, you know, they're educating the people based off the knowledge they have. They're not really applying, they're not really like relating. They're not creating that relationship or that, you know, like you said, that bond between them and that the people they're Mm -hmm. addressing it to. Like, I feel like, they should, you know, like, you know, they should be people, Sheikh should be more relatable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, be human first. Exactly. You know, don't just be like this little, you know, like, I'm sorry. Some Sheikhs out here, like, they need to change their, um, they, they need to change the way they approach people and deliver their, their, their speeches. Mm-hmm. Because, like, people out here, they're, everybody's on a different level. You know, everybody's on a different level of faith, of Iman, you know, like, nobody's perfect nobody's perfect and you shouldn't make it look like you are perfect you are the Mm part like these chefs out here act like they're perfect Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it's Mm -hmm. just that's just another issue but i feel like whenever you're giving your giving advice it should be to yourself first and foremost right and like growing up in islamic schools like we came we're coming from islamic schools and i remember they would always emphasize on being kind to others right but those teachers were not kind to us you know what i mean so it's just like words shedding is kidding <laughs> exactly so their words were meaningless and that if you do that to someone who's non-muslim and you're just you know telling them yeah you know it's time to us to pray five times a day but they never see you praying so it's just like what are you doing like is it just all words is it just a religion of just like rules 
or like action right and i feel like a lot of times it's just in a command form you know like do this do that if you do not do this you're going to hellfire you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh we need to work on that approach yes, as a community for sure but i mean you know all in all like what do you like out of all this do you feel like we have someone to blame for you know these misconceptions do you feel like people are responsible obviously people like to say the media you know the media but i really think it's yourself i think oneself is really responsible for these misconceptions like i said earlier your lack of seeking knowledge is only going to result in misunderstanding so if you go out and you seek that knowledge and you're like you know what the whys and the hows and the wheres like where in the quran does it tell them to go bomb masjids you go and you look for that research you know if you're just sitting there and you're believing everything that you hear obviously you're just going to take that all in period period okay so i think um i totally agree with what you have to say but i obviously think you know media uh a few years back maybe a decade back was responsible for a lot of these misconceptions um to an extent Mm -hmm. um the media definitely plays a role but now that we have social media um it's much different in my opinion i feel like i feel like social media has you know um bridged the gap you know between people in all parts of the world you know, like we see all these Muslim uh, influencers and all these people that are out there, you know what I mean, doing their thing. Um, before, we didn't see those things without, you know, with the era of Facebook and just Fox News was, you know, a toxic era, in my opinion, you know. Um, people went off that knowledge. <laughs> like we can't, like you said, we can't, bl- we can't blame the media. But I mean, there's more to it. You know, mm-hmm. there's more, I feel like there's more people responsible. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, politics is responsible to a certain extent i feel like interest groups who have their own agendas through spreading the inaccurate info on islam or muslims is also responsible i feel like like you also mentioned our own lack of knowledge and voice is part of the reason uh and for those who are not muslim talk to a muslim befriend a muslim learn about islam from actual muslims but i mean if you're scared you have this misconception that they're gonna bomb you you know that's not that's the last thing you would want to do so for me, it's I, I think deep down, everybody knows that not all Muslims are going to bomb you. Some people are actually afraid. They literally think Muslims are scared. <laughs> I've had people walk on the separate, you know, the other side of the road, you know, if they saw me with my hijab on. Do you get what I'm saying? So I feel like... Exactly. But that goes back to media. You know what I mean? Like, where else, you know, would you, how else would you know that these Muslims are terrorists? Well, to some degree, the media you know what is, I mean? to some degree, the media is responsible but um, for me, it's just like if you aren't like certain on a subject, you know, do your research about them, you know, like go find the why in the house and the, the proof, you know what I mean? And I feel like sometimes it's the Muslims who are responsible for these misconceptions because I've seen, you know, Muslims in public disrespect their wives. And obviously, if they have this pre- misconception that men in Islam are right, hostile validates, towards it validates that, it validates that assumption, if yeah. they're hostile towards their wives, then obviously they're gonna, that's their proof. It becomes concrete now because they already they've seen it in front of them they've seen that proof or like you know if they see that um what's another miscon you know something but like but see. i do have a question do you feel like like you just mentioned that point do you feel like sometimes um because muslims know that you know non-muslims can see them in a different light if they do those things in public that you know muslim muslims are kind of fake in a way meaning like when they go out in public they 
they will, you know, be all juicy and bubbly and normal, but then behind closed doors, they're, you know, the complete opposite, you know, just for face. Do you know what I mean? I think that, um, well, right now I'm just Do you talk- feel like we should be fake or do you, should, do you feel like... No, we should be raw, but like Islam what teaches us like- to be kind to others. So if you're doing this, this is not Islam. This is yourself. This is your lack of respect your culture, for your wife. This your, is your culture. Yeah. So, like, I'm just saying, because I've, I've seen this before. I've seen the case in which, you know, a man would yell at his wife, you know, in public. And it's just like, you're a Muslim and your wife has a hijab on. So the fact that you're doing that, you are reassuring, you are reassuring these non-Muslims that this is okay in Islam. You've said it in their mind that this is fine. So you're, a Muslim is responsible of, like, these mis- misconceptions as well. You have to live up to what Islam tells you to do and, like, the guidelines and the principles of Islam. You can't just be over here, you know, abusing your wife in like public or like yelling at, you know, or like you can't be doing these things in Islam. That's totally against it. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, um, but honestly, like if you got like, you know, you said like some people are afraid of Muslims. I agree, but I mean, you know, being college or university, like like, you know, I'm around, like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to talk to a Muslim, you know what I mean? People lack communication skills in this generation. I feel like everybody's just behind a screen or like they, I mean if even if you do have a screen and you feel that's like your comfortable way of talking to a Muslim then do so. You know, do your research. Do go ahead and seek that. It's just the lack of knowledge, I think, because now we have you know, the internet, we have our phones that are right here, you know, we can go seek that knowledge on there, or talk to a Muslim, you know, you can go on Instagram, you know, DM, you know, like an imam or sheikh, or like find a Muslim sister that's, on, or like a Muslim brother that's on these social platforms, so I think it just, it stems from oneself, so like, sure, adding on to that, do you think mm. that we as Muslims have like this responsibility, like of educating people about Islam? uh absolutely like why not you know what i mean like why why shouldn't we you know like educate i don't whether we have a responsibility i don't i wouldn't say exactly responsible we have a responsibility to um to tackle the lies and the inaccuracies you know Mm -hmm. uncovering the truth you know what i mean getting to the truth telling letting people know the truth that is our responsibility that is definitely our responsibility, you know? I think that we do have the responsibility to educate people, but first we have the responsibility to educate ourselves, like we said. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. So, I mean, obviously, you know, God sent down, like, the prophets for the very reason of educating the people. And, like, those people, the the prophets taught those people so that they can teach other people. And that's how Islam is resulting in such a... a fast-growing religion you know there's over 1.8 billion muslims and that wouldn't have happened if people weren't educating one another and teaching other people about the religion so like it's not like that we should just stop anybody anybody on the street and be like you know what hey become muslim or hey you know what islam's the religion you know be extreme about it and be crazy but um i think we should enlighten those you know who are already in our lives or those people that you know that we might see or have a conversation with about Islam, because I've ha- I've sat down with strangers and, you know, they'll ask me. And we'll get into a beautiful conversation about Islam. So I think just finding the right place, the right time. And, um, you know, like, I, why not? Like, I feel like we just, you know, we should, you know, there's a lot of, you know, hate. There's a lot of um, misconceptions. And I feel like we do have the responsibility to at least, you know, um, uncover and, you know, tell the truth and, you know, just kind of and show and practice what we preach, you know, to those Mm -hmm. people. Um, 
But I, I really like people to know, like, we don't gather in our mosques to plot the next 9-11 or, you know, what our next step is to promoting Sharia law or becoming an Islamic nation. We're not here to take over. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some people think by educating um, about people about Islam, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like some Muslims need to understand that not everybody is destined to be in Islam. You know, that's part of our trial of life of having non-Muslims around us and people with different beliefs, you know. To see how strong our faith is. So if we're over here trying to like be like, oh my god, no, Muslim, oh my god, Kafir, oh my god, Kafir, being extreme. It's kind of like we've got to respect the other people who are in other religions. And why, I feel, why do we throw that word around so much, Kafir? Not everybody's a damn Kafir, man. Word. Yeah. Not everybody's a Kafir, you know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. not something you can decide. That's not what you can decide. Mm-hmm. That's what God decides and that's what God has decided. But you can't go around labeling everybody as Kafir. Exactly. So I feel like... When you, when you are educating people about Islam, I feel like, like we said, talked about earlier, you know, leading by example. I feel like, let's just say, you know, you're at work and you're like, you know what? I need to go pray. Or, you know what? I need to go to Jama'ah. I have to take off because tomorrow's Eid. So if you're letting them know all of these things and you're being transparent with them and letting them know that you're practicing your faith and, you know, despite who's there, they will come to you with questions. They will be like, oh, you know what? Why does he go to Jama'ah? Oh, you know what? Why is he fasting? Why is he or she fasting 30 days? You know, they'll start to initiate those thoughts and maybe, you know, have the courage to come up to you and ask them. But like, you know, educating someone doesn't necessarily mean like, okay, you know what? This is Islam. This is what we have to follow. It's just practicing it for yourself and like, it'll attract those around you. Period. I completely agree. So like, you know, in conclusion, whatever you want to call it, like, I feel like, you know, just like, like the f- number one step is educating yourself as a Muslim, edu- educating yourself as a non-Muslim, someone who's curious about the religion, um, you know, uh, just, you know, not taking everything you hear from the media, but actually going out there and checking your sources and reading the right sources. Mm-hmm. You know I what like I mean? We have to have that courage to go up and ask questions. We have to build that transparency where we can ask each other questions without feeling tension. Absolutely. You know, that's just, that's another topic for sure. We're going to be talking about communication skills uh, on another episode. Like, Inshallah. You know, God, God willingly. Um, but yeah, like, you know, just, we don't shower in it. Mm-hmm. All right. We don't walk 10 feet behind a man. And we certainly. And we ain't bald, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you... We're not bald. And I swear to God, like. And I'm not from Muslim. Like, I am from Africa. Like, right, right. I wasn't born in the, de- the desert. That's you know what I feel like what I mean? a lot of people associate Muslims with being fobbed. You or know, like, like people... coming from foreign countries. Yeah. We're just like you. You know, some of us have, have are deeply rooted with American culture. We know we're born into American culture. We've been here, you know. Hello. So, you <laughs> we're know. We're here. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Like, go educate yourself. Go educate the people around you, whether you're Muslim or not. You know, just check your sources. And, like... We need to be more united as a Muslim community. Inshallah, inshallah. May Allah protect the Muslim Ummah, inshallah. We all go out of the month of Ramadan as beautiful and more knowledgeable individuals. Ameen. Ameen, ameen. A big ameen. <laughs> yeah, thank you for tuning into the podcast. We'll definitely be coming in with more. Inshallah, next topic will be even more juicy. Well, I don't know about that, but like, yeah. Like, <laughs> definitely will be much more interesting and engaging. So, um, tune in. Tune in. Thank you for watching.